0: In nursing school, huge misconception, you do not really learn about nutrition, okay? Like you really do not. I actually worked for Mass General as a travel nurse in the gastroenterology clinic. And so I saw a lot of GI diseases, like Crohn's disease, right, IBS, all these things. And I always noticed that the plant-based individuals, their symptoms would totally dissolve so much quicker or go away. You know, so I kind of saw this happening in front of my eyes, like I would see inside of their colon, like on a screen, you know, and I was just like, this is kind of wild And the OG nurses who have been there a long time were all plant based.
1: What the hell is up, you guys? Today I have Mandy Martinez on the podcast. She worked as a former nurse in the gastrointestinal unit, and she is going to talk about specifically how animal products negatively affect our bodies. She's going to talk about what she's seen, how she went vegan, and what she's up to these days. I met her on a mountain, by the way, when I was in LA a few months ago. And I, Jordan, my my boss at Cave Light Films, was wearing a shirt that said vegan AF because I'm not a weak-minded, bitch-ass snowflake that tortures defenseless animals. And she came up to us on the mountain and was like, I need one of those shirts. And so I sent her a shirt and the friendship blossomed from there. <laughs> so She is an absolute inspiration. Please go follow her Instagram. She is at Mandy Martinez. I'm going to actually make sure I have that correct. Mandy X Martinez. I am at JLo Kurtz, and this podcast is at It's Jamie's Corner. Really appreciate you guys. Please rate the podcast, leave your reviews. It's much appreciated. Without further ado, enjoy the episode. Thank you so much for coming on. Thanks for having me. Like, this was
0: such an organic thing.
1: Like, you know what I mean? (laughs) Absolutely. I mean, meeting on a mountain um, (laughs) is something else. No, guys, seriously, we met on a mountain. Take it away. Why don't you just tell everybody how we actually met? Yeah. So basically, I, I guess I initiated
0: it, too, because I don't think you saw us necessarily. So I was at Griffith Observatory out here in California. And my name's Mandy. I moved here about two months ago. And this was actually my very first hike in L.A., Um, And so I went with a friend of mine, and I literally saw these two humans. And first of all, like they were super cute. And they like just seemed like happy, just like outgoing, like just light, you know, like they were just like lights. And so I saw somebody's shirt that said vegan AF. And I was like, wait, And I whispered to my friend, and I'm like, I think their shirt says vegan AF. Does it say vegan AF or am I just blind? And he was like, no, it definitely does. I was like, oh, I have to say something. I was like, hey, I was like, did your shirt say vegan AF? And then your friend was like, yeah. And then obviously we started the conversation. And then immediately when I read the shirt and you told me about the other shirt that you had, and I was like, what a ballsy fucking shirt. I love this. I love them. I had to post this to my story right away on Instagram. I like tagged you guys. I was like, okay, we are all friends. And then just like staying in touch, I am very much so like talk, talk, talk. And like, you were the same way. I'm just like, I love this. Amazing. It was meant to be. Yeah. And here we are. And then, you know, there was a mention of, you know, my friend, he's like, Oh, no, no, we're not dating. You know, he always has to like, put that out there and say, Oh, no, 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 we're not dating. And I'm like, Okay, relax. Everybody knows we're not dating. Nobody even asked. It's fine. I'm like, and you're not even vegan. So like, I don't even know, like, how this could work anyway. (laughs) And, you know, this brings up the like common misconception. He's like, honestly, I would because his cholesterol is high. And he's like, honestly, I would. But like, I don't know like how I would like, I don't even know what I would cook. And I'm like, it's so crazy because people just like they just have such reluctance toward becoming creative with it. And that's why that's why they won't do it, too. You know, like 100%.
1: So you came up to us on the mountain. We're in our vegan as fuck shirts. Um, guys, for those of you that listen to this, you know, that I'm a film producer. I work for a company called cave light films, and we wanted to create our own line of aggressive vegan shirts because I felt like nothing was aggressive enough for me out there. So the shirt that Mandy saw, it said vegan as fuck. Um, and I bring it up all the time. Also fuck you. Yeah, (laughs) I think that's the one you saw. But I I sent you the bitch ass snowflake one. So vegan as fuck because I'm not a bitch ass snowflake. No, vegan as fuck because I'm not a weak minded bitch ass snowflake that tortures defenseless animals yes
0: yes yes and it's like a big
1: (laughs) it's super eye-catching I think it's a gorgeous look gorgeous style
0: (laughs) I honestly i this is my plan I
1: kind of wanted to go back
0: up to the mountain and like wear the shirt with like a bikini bottom and like thigh-high boots with like my middle fingers up right where we met and like make that a thing
1: I think you should. A hundred percent. I just w- went to Washington Square Park. I did a lingerie um, thing where I was literally in lingerie uh, holding a sign that was like, go vegan for the animals. <laughs>
0: love that and that's what yeah. I absolutely love about you because I've been showing people like your little drop the knife like picture of you oh, really? with the knife and everything and I'm like look how like gorgeous she is I'm like this is amazing that like and I'm not the person who's like oh just because somebody's beautiful they're better than someone like absolutely not but I'm like how cool is it that like you know, this is like the presentation, you know, like she's a gorgeous girl, but she also has like, like stern beliefs, you know, and like, she stands up for it. And like, honestly, you have sometimes that's just the way the world works. And like, you have to make it sexy. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, get your point across even more sometimes, you know,
1: whatever it takes. I whatever mean, seriously, takes. I want to hear about how you began to feel strongly about the message. How did you even go vegan?
0: Yeah, great question. So growing up, um, my family has not ever been plant-based. Nobody in my family really has that lifestyle. I would say, yeah, not to this day. Still, I'm probably the only one. Um, I did notice a little difference in myself in high school. I don't really know like what the catalyst was for this, But I would start like buying my own groceries because I did notice like, okay, we had a lot of junk food in the house. So I would start buying like Ezekiel bread and like just healthier things, healthier versions, alternatives, stuff like that. But I still would eat meat. And basically I would like learn more and more about that lifestyle, but never really went all in, but would kind of opt into those options if they were there and available. And like I said, there was nothing that was like really a catalyst for it. I just did. And then I got into like bodybuilding and working out and fitness. And I got like my um, NASM, like my personal trainer certification while I was in nursing school. So I was learning a ton about the body, what food did, all of that. But in nursing school, huge misconception, you do not really learn about nutrition. Okay. Like you really do not. And so I went back to get my IIN certification, which is like holistic health. And I learned a ton through the Institute of Nutrition. And that's when I was like, holy shit, like, this is fucked up.
1: Everything, everything. Talk about animal products and said how bad it was? Yes. Like they talk about like
0: inflammation and they talk about all of that and like how inflammation is the core of all disease, you know, and how that causes that, you know, and how it is so hard to digest things. And even before that, I did work in many different specialties as an RN, but I worked in a GI clinic. So I actually worked for Mass General as a travel nurse in the gastroenterology clinic. And so I saw a lot of GI diseases like Crohn's disease, right? IBS, all these things. And I always noticed that the plant-based individuals, their symptoms would totally dissolve so much quicker or go away. You know, so I kind of saw this happening in front of my eyes, like I would see inside of their colon, like on a screen, you know, and I was just like, this is kind of wild And the OG nurses who have been there a long time. were all plant-based. And I was like, this, this is, there's something, this is something, you know, like there's a, there's a point to this. And I asked Janet, which was one of the oldest nurses there. She's got to be in her like fifties. And I'm like, you're totally plant-based. She's like, oh yeah. She's like, after working here, I, I see what's up. Like, I know. And so I'm just like, oh my gosh, she's like, yeah, like it just causes inflammation. It's hard to digest. It's not good for you. And also it's shitty because of animals. And, you know, all people will throw the shade about like, oh, well, plants, you know, have feelings too. And I'm like, do plants have pain receptors? I'm like, I just have to go, you know, like whatever. There's all these different (laughs) conversations, but And I know that you've been in as well. And so seeing that was really eye-opening. And I think that's where I started to change my mind. And my ex-boyfriend actually has Crohn's disease. Um, It's not really diagnosable anymore but he was the biggest meat eater. He was a football player. Like, you know, my vision of him back in college when we met is him like grubbing on like crazy burgers that are like just falling out with like oil, you know? And so that is my memory of him and his sister has been vegan forever and always tried to get the whole family into this lifestyle. Finally, then he had gotten Crohn's, suffered from it. They, he transitioned and now his Crohn's is basically undiagnosable. Like the ICD-9, I think it's like the coding. They can't even prescribe him stuff because like literally he doesn't meet the criteria anymore because he fully went vegan, gluten-free, and I believe soy-free as well.
1: Wow. Mm-hmm. See, the proof is in the vegan pudding. <laughs> like, I don't yeah. know. It's unbelievable. See, unbelievable. You, you unbelievable. saw it firsthand. So how many years ago was this?
0: So that actually was in the past two years. And so I saw that happening and I was like, oh my gosh. So that's when about two years ago, I would definitely start changing my choices. Like I was totally going toward like plant-based alternatives, But still eating like chicken here and there. And then I would say about a year ago, I went pescatarian. And then about six months ago, I was like, I'm done. Like, I'm just, I'm just done. Like, and it was honestly when his Crohn's was undiagnosable. I learned a lot more about that within the last six months. His sister's been telling me a lot about it. She is just like such a gem. She lives out here actually in LA and her husband, his. Family and their practice, his family and his parents are practitioners who live that lifestyle and they have like cured countless people. I just heard so many miracle stories. And I'm like, I just I can't do it.
1: Like you I yeah, you don't see hospitals filled with Whole Foods plant-based people. You just oh, no. don't. Like it's it's people that have been literally feeding disease in their bodies. I mean, when you put a dead, rotting corpse into your body, you have to expect that it's not great for your living cells. Totally. Like you can fill your body with life and not so much processed chemicals and hormones. I mean, 80% of our pharmaceutical drugs are given to livestock because Literally. they are so sick and so full of disease. So unlike you, I actually went into the vegan route for the animals. So it wasn't necessarily health at all. And I've seen at slaughterhouses, literal like worms coming out of these animals. I mean, they're so sick. And then people are eating that and you can imagine what happens to us.
0: Exactly. And I think it's like, with that, it's like the lack of education, right? Like people's eyes just aren't open to that. And I think if they would see that, like Spiracy made so many people like just say, never mind. like I'm not doing seafood, I'm just going vegan. Like everybody kind of went on that train. And I'm like, that's cause it was in the mainstream media versus something like you saw, people just aren't seeing that. And I think if more people had the knowledge, which is part of what you're doing, which is amazing, then they would also agree and obviously see that,
1: you know? Yeah. I mean, you definitely see some people that are open to the information, but it's also like people are closed off because it's such a lifestyle change and they're reluctant to it. And I think you have to like see the message multiple times in order for it to hit. And, you know, it's when you're kind of on the front lines and you're seeing these animals literally like being killed and, and just seeing them being bred and tortured and, It's like, and then to see the people that you love continuing to eat the products and fund it, it's like, we're running out of time, people. You want to talk about our planet? You want to talk about the billions and billions of animals? They're projecting that by 2050, there's going to be double the animals that are being killed.
0: Absolutely. And I think it's so insane to like think about that, you know, like in the future. And it's like, we can be part of changing that, you know? And I love meeting people like you who are like so inspired and so excited about it. And I think that's like another reason it's hard for me to kind of understand where other people are coming from or just are like not open minded at all about it. That's why like my friends here, like my friend Christy, my friend Sharon, like we're all vegan. And I'm like, oh, it's so easy you know? And then it's like, you know, even when you brought up like the dating and being vegan and all that, it's like, it, you can be with someone who isn't, but that also, it has nothing to do with just the food choice at dinner time. It's literally about your values and about like what you believe in. And even though my main reason for doing this was for health reasons in the beginning, now I'm more aware of all of the abuse that's going on of all of everything that you just said. And it's like, how can i i can never go back now like i can never be blind to that now and if somebody that i'm gonna spend my life with is not willing to like open their eyeballs and like see that and agree and resonate then like that's so hard to be with somebody
1: oh my god you just said so many good things like i don't even (laughs) i don't even know where to start responding but like right first for starters it is a spiritual awakening it's like a light bulb that goes off in your head and it just clicks You can't make it happen. You can't force it to happen. There has to be like information along the way where then you just get it and you just see the world differently. You stop seeing animals as food. You stop seeing cheese and meat products as, as something that you, you want, like you don't want it anymore. It's not like, like, I don't feel like, Oh, let me have a cheat meal. You know what I mean? Like, in fact, I'm repulsed by it. Totally. Totally. I mean, that is, that is for starters. Um, And then you bring up the dating thing. My boyfriend of a year, actually, when I first started dating him a year ago, was not vegan. And people could look at me and be like, you, out of all people, how could you do that? And this is a whole podcast episode in itself. But I think for starters is, I, my last relationship, I was with another vegan guy. And while he was vegan, we had nothing else in common. Like, this wasn't great. Now, I was like, you know, sort of open to dating and yes, I would have preferred to have been with a vegan, but I was like, what, I'm going to cancel out 99% of the population and then like never date again. Like it wasn't as feasible, but I had my boundaries. I, it, it had to be somebody that was totally open-minded and somebody that I could see going vegan in the future because it's, it's like, yeah. you wouldn't date a sexist. You wouldn't date a racist. You wouldn't date a homophobe. I'm not going to date somebody that sees animals and is speciesist towards one animal or another. Like it's, it's, it's somebody that has to be open to it. And I took things slow with him. I didn't force it down his throat, but I made my boundaries very clear, which were... I will not sit down at a table where there are animal body parts. Yeah. doing it. And he was like, okay with it and came with me to vegan places and was open to trying different things. And I want to say six months in, he was asking a lot of questions and was sort of getting it. And there were times where we like had to have big talks and I had to been like, you know, listen, like, I'm not changing, like, I will be doing activism, I will be disrupting stores, and and speaking up about fur, and um, whatever it may be, like, I I I am who I am, right, if if that doesn't fit with you, or what you're doing, like, I I keep it separate in the relationship, meaning, like, I'm not, like, yelling at people in front of him, and, like, it makes him uncomfortable, so, like, I was respectful of that, but, like, You know, I made my boundaries clear, and sure enough, my about a year came around. I said, "It's time for you to watch Dominion. It's time." Like you know, if you're gonna keep eating these products, which I had never seen him eat these products, otherwise, I probably would have been unattracted to him. Honestly, you're like, (laughs) I probably would have like not wanted to kiss him. (laughs) Right, right, right. (laughs) You know. Exactly. He watched Dominion and he watched like Game Changers, What the Hell, and Cowspiracy. And he was like, yeah. okay, I'm going to, I'm going to go vegan. Yeah. Something that I didn't force him into. I was like, I don't want you doing it for me. I want you to do it because you feel it's the right thing to do.
0: Right. 100%. I love that. And it's like, you know that's a good point that you bring up. It's like you know sometimes you might meet a vegan and you're, you have nothing in common with them aside from that. You know,
1: and total weirdos. Who knows? Totally, totally it's a vegan. Like it, it, it's a, it's a, it's a belief, a mindset. That doesn't mean that they're weird. They're not weird in their other ways.
0: Right, right, one hundred percent. And I think also, oh, I,
1: I will say vegan. Like we will like instantly like just get each other in another way. You know what I mean like I would never meet anybody else on the mountain and be like, "Oh my god, you love um, ice cream. I do too." You know, like it- right. Right.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh, so true. And it's funny because I actually I'm just, I don't even <laughs> to say whatever. I met a guy. <laughs> I met a guy recently. I know him through a friend of a friend. I guess I like, I know I met this random guy on an airplane who is best friends with this other guy. Then I met this guy in person, who's the best friend of the guy I met on the plane. And we never talked about being vegan, right? The very first time I met him, it was at somebody's house. And we were talking about a lot of things. And we, we totally clicked. And um, then after that, I saw in his Instagram bio, vegan. But like the next day, and I was like texting him. I'm like, And then I think either him or I, one of us pointed out with, like, what the fuck? wait a minute you're vegan yes. like, what the fuck yeah I was like what I was like this is crazy because my friend Christy who she's a sports illustrated model <laughs> shout out Christy I love you Ooh. Um, she's vegan and she actually su- suffers from alopecia that was like a big part of her going vegan um but so she and I were both at this party at this I guess like get together right and she was like wait he never brought that up she was like, oh my God, how did, how did the three of us never talk about that? Because wow. he brought up donuts. And he was like, oh, I'm going to bring my friend donuts. And I'm like, oh shit. I was like, um, do you know of any vegan donut spots? And he was like, that, I think that's how it happened. He's like, wait a minute, vegan donuts. Like, are you vegan? And I'm like, yeah. He's like, shut the fuck up. He was oh. like, no, these donuts aren't vegan, but I'm vegan. And I was like, what? So then like the next time I saw him, we went- Why are and- you
1: buying non-vegan donuts, you doofus? <laughs>
0: That's a whole other thing, and I was like, "Okay, so we totally need to go get vegan donuts." And then we end up getting vegan donuts, and then like bonded over that. And like, he's just great. So that's okay. awesome. Yeah,
1: well, uh, Donatsu in Little Tokyo in, yeah. in LA is awesome. It's an all vegan donut place. Donatsu.
0: Donatsu. Donatsu. Okay, yeah, gonna, I went there. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna note that because we him and I have to go.
1: It was so good. Yeah. There's like so many great places in LA and it's like, if you have the, um, see what's hard for me to grasp is it's like a plant-based diet at its core is the cheapest diet there is. When you look at prices of rice and seasonal vegetables and pasta and legumes, it is the cheapest foods. Meat is a luxury in many developing countries. Totally. So it's like when you really bring it back to the animals, it's like nothing really ever justifies killing them unless you absolutely have to for survival.
0: Right, 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 right.
1: We're not in those times anymore. And most right. of people that I'm talking to and most of the people that are listening to this podcast uh, can make other choices. You for know, sure. so walk me. Yeah. Do you want to? Did you want to say something? No, no, no. Go ahead. So it like, I, matter, I, walk me through like a day of eating for you. Like, I want to get into the specifics. I want to get into your exercise routine, your skincare yeah. routine, what you're, what you eat Yeah, regular basis. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. That's actually what I was going to talk about is like, I think that, you know, the reluctancy, like I said earlier is from being creative with the diet and like me and my friend Sharon literally joke about like, we'll go in Trader Joe's and, and like, we're just having fun, like trying to think of like cool little ways, to, like put food together and to make it interesting and exciting and super yummy. And I'm like, it's funny because it's literally like styling, but for food, like that's yeah. how I think about it.
1: Totally.
0: Literally. And I, and I used to be intimidated because I would look up vegan recipes and they had a hundred thousand ingredients and I get yep. it. Yeah. Like they used to, and I was like, oh my God, there's all these things. But then once you get your staples, it's like when you're baking, like you have staples, right? Like when you move into an apartment, there's nothing in your cabinets. Obviously, you gotta go out and get your staples. That's the same thing. You know, yeah. there's, it's your salts, it's your peppers, it's like, you know, your nutritional yeast. Like there's a few different things, but those things will last, you know? And so people are just like, Oh, I've never heard of it, so I don't want to do it, you know? Right.
1: Like I'm
0: just scared. And it's just like a fear thing. It's a fear I baby. always just
1: say season your vegetables like mm-hmm. with the season, like with garlic, paprika with yeah. salt, pepper, like a raw piece of meat is not going to taste good the reason it tastes good is because of the seasonings and the sauces that you use so experiment with that and take what you know and take the knowledge you have and apply it towards yeah cooking other things seitan tempeh tofu all protein sources yeah
0: And it's like, I mean, for me in the past, when I had like yo-yoed with it like a year ago, like whenever I was like, there's a reason I'm feeling like absolute trash whenever I would like have it, you know, and go back to it. And I'm like, all right, how can I get creative with it? And so for me, like a day really looks, it's so different every single day. I try to like mix it up, but I always have like either a coffee or a matcha latte. I always have like a nut milk. So like oat milk, almond milk, whatever it is. Um, And then I even have like a coconut creamer and I'll put like whipped cream on the top. Like I have fun with it, you know, and then (laughs) then after that, sometimes it depends on how it is. Like sometimes I'll fast to like 12 or one, depending on how busy my day is. If not, and I'm like, oh, I'm super hungry in the morning, I'll have like oatmeal with a fruit. So blueberries, raspberries, bananas, one of them, three of them, whatever. Um, cinnamon, usually some, what is it called? Lilies, the, the Lilies chocolate chips, like the um, dark chocolate ones. Um, what else do I put on it? Sometimes I'll put like the coconut creamer. Um, what else? What else? That's really like a dessert to me, honestly, because it's so so yummy. It's filling. And, yeah, for sure, and the cinnamon, like everything, is super tasty. It's like a dessert in the morning.
1: You can add protein powder to your oatmeal.
0: Exactly, I is- actually got one. I what is it called? I iso or something like that. i have like looking Yeah, it's cake batter, but it's all vegan. I can't. See yeah, it's clean vegan protein but it's 24 grams of protein per sco- scoop so it's amazing and it tastes really freaking good so you can add that um and then I'll do a protein shake sometimes if I'm like all right I'm on the rut I'm on the go I have to rush and then honestly my snacks are like mostly veggies but like adding bitchin sauce or hummus or like a mini tortilla like corn tortilla whatever it is, Which um, is- but
1: it's so good
0: so good. Bitchin' Sauce, like if you guys don't have it, go out right now, get every flavor. I love it. And yeah, so basically I'll do that, but I'll do like cucumbers and then I'll add stuff. Like see, like you said, seasoning is everything. So I'll do like chickpeas or hummus, add like chili lime, add, just adding so many seasonings. Oh, the everything bagel seasoning is amazing. My favorite snack lately has been mashed up avocado a little bit of olive oil and everything bagel seasoning with a little chili lime seasoning, salt, oh pepper. God. Good. Um, do you put it on like a cracker, like a rice cake? Sometimes. So I had like the everything bagel, like thin, ch- thin, what are they called? Like the thin uh, chip thingies. Mm-hmm. And you would like put them in, but I overeat like crazy when I do that. Mm-hmm. So I've been honestly just scooping it out with a spoon. Sometimes good. it's good enough. Yeah. Yeah. And if not, then I will do chips. Chips and salsa, obviously, is such a go-to. But I also, I really recommend for people who are, like, either just starting out or, like, I need ideas, stir fries, you cannot go wrong. Like, honestly. And whether yeah, and whether or not you have noodles, if you think about it, all the time when I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm starving. First of all, I'm usually just thirsty. And second of all, I'll make a stir fry. It'll be rice or quinoa or chickpea pasta. And then I'll just throw in a bunch of veggies. And then tofu scramble is so underrated. Like everybody needs to get on that. It's so easy. You can meal prep it in one, less than an hour for your whole week. You
1: know what I mean? Oh, it's so good. You know, and what's so easy with the stir fries too, is you can literally just get a pack of frozen veggies, like a mixture of frozen, and then just throw them in a pan and put some hoisin sauce all over it. It is so good, so easy. Have a little, put it on top of rice or quinoa or whatever.
0: Yes. And, oh, I forgot to add this. For smoothies, I love making smoothies. And I'll put things like hemp seeds, flax seeds, like all the things that we're needing, like all the nutrients, whatever I'm feeling I need. I have like a whole cabinet with that stuff. It lasts me six months to a year. All you got to do is stock up on it. Then you have it for a very long time. You know, so so adding all that protein and all of that stuff. And it's so easy. And I don't know if you have like a handheld blender, but I need to actually purchase one. I have one saved to my bookmarks.
1: I have a little Nutribullet, which I love because it's so easy. And it's like the right size. Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
0: Well, I'm going to send you a link because you might love it. It is a five, five in one handheld blender, but it also has a food processor, a frother, a whisker, and then something else but my my cousins live in spain and i guess that's their go-to they don't really use blenders and she was like they cut it like literally cuts through ice like oh, you can- send me yeah bags of frozen fruit she goes you could put it in your cup literally you put this right on top boom and your smoothie's done it's already in your cup it's good to go like oh, i was like that's are amazing. you sure
1: I yeah. love that. And you can make soups with it. Like literally just throw, th- th- if you throw your stir fry in a pot and then you use that, you have soup.
0: <laughs> no, like, literally that's what she said. She's like, it is literally amazing hummus. You can put your chickpeas in there, put your seasoning olive oil, two seconds. Your, your hummus is done.
1: That's so good. See, I like easy and I like simple this. I've heard the air fryer is really good, but I've never mm. used
0: same i've never used it either and i heard it's amazing and i that's how i am i'm just very much so like all right give me the quick stuff i don't yeah. want a million dishes that's why i'm intrigued by the handheld blender cuz i'm like that sounds amazing
1: exactly and i think listening to your body and and just you know figuring out like get get a blood test too like it doesn't hurt to be like be, even before you go vegan or if you're already vegan, just to see how your levels are doing. Mine personally have only gone up. Like they're amazing. They're at the perfect levels that they need to be. And I used to be iron deficient before I went vegan. I used oh, to, already, I used to be deficient in, in vitamin D3 before I went vegan and I got a D3 supplement and I'm fine.
0: See? Yeah. Exactly. I went on the sun more. Exactly. I just got, um, what did I get yesterday? Got like a skinny B like um, injection at Sweat Theory. Tell me about it. Yeah. So I got that. That's like lipo B. I think there's B12, another B complex in there. So there's a bunch of different things in there. And as a nurse, I know that like you shouldn't really have that more than like, I don't know, every three weeks to four weeks. So like once a month is perfect. Um, so that's kind of what I plan on doing. And then they had two extra IV bags. So they were like, do you want, you know, to take it? You know, they never showed for their appointments and me and my friend were like, yeah, we were, we were doing content for them anyway. So I was like, heck yeah, like, let's go. So they basically had one for like immunity. So it was like, you know, muscle, you know, a muscle recovery one, energy, all these different things. And I was like, I felt great. So I, I honestly think I'm going to do maybe an IV bag every two months and then like an injection maybe once a month.
1: Wow. See, I've never done any of the IV drips, but I yeah. heard they're awesome. Self-care is so important. And, and like, honestly, after going vegan, like that kind of encompassed everything. Cause I was like, well, I'm, I'm feeding my body with healthy foods. Now I'm focusing on like n- more natural skincare that is not having to be tested on animals. Like what is in it if it has to be tested on animals? Right, that I want to be putting on my own skin, you know. Right, exactly. Uh, Just like a whole, you know, more focus on wellness and working out. Tell me about that, like. you were into weightlifting and
0: yeah. And I was always, I just loved it because I love seeing the results and I obviously got that endorphin high and I was just like addicted. I'm not really a runner. So I've never really, I mean, I've gotten a runner's high, but running isn't my forte. Like I love like high energy explosive stuff, um, as well as weightlifting. And for me now, I just feel like I can do a little bit more. My endurance is a little bit more up. Even if I go like maybe a week or two without working out, once I get back into it, it's not like, Oh, Oh, like, you know, it doesn't take me a whole month to get back into things. Um, and being vegan has brought a lot of different people into my life. Like where back in Florida, I had like a whole crew of like a spiritual community. Everyone was vegan. Everyone was very into yoga. Like it, it just all made sense. And there's like a lot of things that will bring you all together. And you're like, oh my gosh, like you're a vegan too. And you're like, okay, this makes sense. And it's like the other night I went to another spiritual event here and they had like an entire, you know, spread of food. And I was just like, I know it's going to be vegan. And it was. And I was like, oh,
1: that's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. You can't really be spiritual and preach love and peace and then like eat dead animals that were violently killed. It like makes absolutely no sense.
0: Yeah. Well, I have like a really good friend who grew up pretty much vegan and spiritual. Like her mom and her parents were always that way. I'm like, wow, like that's, I don't know many people that who were raised that way, okay. um, and they're like the best. Like they are just like the most outgoing, down to earth. Like they don't give a fuck. Like they will like preach this to the day they die, and like they're amazing. And <clears throat> honestly, like. She says the same thing. She's oh, your
1: friend like, says the same. I thought you were gonna say she's not vegan anymore. I was like, oh no
0: no no, no they are for yeah. forever. And her sister is like super gifted spiritually. I think they all are. Um, but the more and more she was like on a cl- even cleaner diet, being vegan, mm-hmm. the more she was able to like tune into that stuff. You know what I mean?
1: Ah, yeah. oh my God, that's amazing. So you said that yeah. you're you are, were are you are a nurse or you were a nurse? Like I thought you were like a model actress. Yeah. Or- What's going on?
0: <laughs> so growing up, I loved like modeling dance. I did dance. I did cheer. Um, I did do some pageants. So I was kind of in that entertainment space when I was growing up. My mom didn't love it. So she kind of told me like, you're not going to do this. You're not going to be a starving artist. I wanted to move to New York City or LA. That was my thing. I was like, after high school, that's what I want to do. I want to go to college in one of the two and mm-hmm. do this. And I wanted to be in fashion and modeling and all that. Then um, after that, I was like, all right, well, I guess I can't go. I don't really know why I listened because my family never really supported me financially. So I should have just done what I wanted, but society, whatever. Mm -hmm. And so I went forward and I became an RN and that was five years ago now. So I'm still licensed as an RN in five different states. Sorry, hold on. This is like really loud. Can you close that? It's okay. Okay sorry. Yeah, yeah. Perfect. Um so yeah, basically after that I was like, okay, I just felt like more and more I learned and it all has to do with this. The more and more I learned about holistic health and like everything that the medical system stands for in America, as far as chronic disease, acute disease, don't get me wrong. If I'm on the side of the road and my bone is sticking out, please bring me to the ER. We're great at that. But as far as chronic illness and helping people understand the root cause of where their illness is, teaching them about a plant-based diet, all this kind of stuff, we suck at it in America. So I just wanted no part of it. Like more and more, I learned about it. The more I actually just was like, I cannot be married to the medical system. I I literally am disgusted. And I feel like I I feel like I'm just lying every time I go clock into work. I feel like I just feel weird. Like I, I can't do it anymore. Wow. Yeah. Like I would try to meditate with my patients. I would try to like give them plant-based options. And like, there would be things said to me, you know, like, oh, we don't have time for that. Or, oh, you can't recommend that. That's like the dietitian's, you know, responsibility. And I'm just like, you know what, dude, like I'm so over this, like, because I knew it. I, I was like, this is actually going to help somebody's life. This is going to help somebody's life, not the 20 medications that you're prescribing that are going to cause another fucking illness and another side effect. And then they're going to come back in. We don't even know what's working. What's working? And what is isn't? You know what I mean? And I'm like, so after that, at like it was year five and I was like, I think I have to just quit. And, and like people were like, you're fucking crazy. Like you can't quit. And I'm like, I don't care how much money I make. I'd rather be broke and happy. And I missed like entertaining. And I entered the Sports Illustrated Swim Search about a year ago. And that like reignited like, wow, like I can still do modeling. I can still do acting. I can still do dancing and singing. Why don't I just go after this? I've been traveling. I've learned a ton. I hate nursing. I've like explored the holistic side of things. And I love it as a passion, but I don't know if I want to monetize that forever and so I was like, you know what? It's time. Like, why don't I just move to LA? Always said I wanted to do it. I don't care if I'm 28. I'm just going to go for it. I'll keep my license as a backup and I'm just going to go for it. And so I got wow. like, yeah, I just got so inspiring. Thanks. I really appreciate it. Cause I was just like, it's just never too late, you know? And I just felt like, with the Sports Illustrated Swim Search, we had to do so much stuff online and I started creating content and things. And I was like, this is actually really fun. And I feel like excited again, you know, like excited for life again. And I was like, this can be something. Mm -hmm. And so like, that was like the catalyst for me to just like go after what I want again, because their brand is so like, just be unapologetically you, who cares what anyone thinks, like change people's minds. Like that's like, they're part of their new slogan.
1: So what do you mean you're part of the swim search? Like, what are you doing with them?
0: Yeah. So about a year ago, I think it was July. Yeah, it was about July, July, August. They announced like, hey, we're doing a Sports Illustrated swim search. So that for the past, I think, three to four years, they've basically been doing online and in-person searches to actually have girls in the magazine modeling. Or are for you girls.
1: modeling in the magazine or are you searching for girls?
0: Yeah. So I'm not modeling in the magazine. I was part of the search. I didn't get into the magazine. I do know some people who did. I'm so proud of them. Um, but basically they went through this entire process of 10,000 girls only online because of COVID. So only online. And they picked, I think, a top 15 or 13. And so they went from 10,000 to that but I did get on their Instagram live. They like, they like interviewed me and I was like, Oh my God, like this is exciting. And they highlighted me like on their page and everything. So I'm going to keep doing it. Like I'm going to go for it again this year because I'm like, okay, hey, they clearly noticed me and are intrigued. So, and there's people I know who have done it three, four years in a row and now are in the magazine or have made it on the cover. So I'm like, persistence is really big and their brand is all of like ran by women for women by women. And I absolutely love that. And I've heard so many, like countless interviews with like the editor MJ day. And she's just like such a down ass bitch. Like literally, she's just super down to earth. She's like, I've had every job being like someone's assistant, getting coffee all the way up to this now. And like, I just want to make people's dreams come true. And if you have a message you want to tell the world, I, I want to help you have a platform doing and that.
1: You like, do have a message. And you too. Like you better you just, get on that cover, bitch. Girl, you should enter too because I'm
0: telling you, I'm not even kidding you. If you have a message and you have a huge message. Like, don't be afraid, like seriously, because they're amazing and they
1: love loud, powerful women who just don't give a fuck about what anyone thinks. I am, if it's going to get the message across, I'll do anything. I told you I was in the freaking park in lingerie. If my father saw what I was doing, I would literally be grounded. I'm 23. (laughs) I would not be allowed outside of my house.
0: Yeah. (laughs) I I absolutely love it and they love people who like dare to be different, really.
1: And send me the information. I'll apply. Yeah,
0: it hasn't posted for this year yet, but I'm telling you, once it does, I will definitely let you know. I don't know if it's gonna be in
1: person or online or both. We uh, have a vegan in this, like uh, I'm gonna send it to like all my like people. Yeah.
0: (laughs) <laughs> and I love like a lot, a lot of the not all the girls, but a lot of the girls do have like that presence where like, you know, okay. organics, you know, that's like all like natural based skincare, all that stuff. So they definitely have like a mixture of that stuff, but like having your brand being that and your podcast and everything, like how cool, you know,
1: that would be, yeah, that would be awesome. I mean, the goal is to really just help people. And to, like, I feel like there's this abundance of information that's just hidden from us. For sure. Like, these past five years, I've just done, like, a deep dive, like, into a world of, like, just, where I feel like my whole life was a lie. Mm -hmm. Where, like, oh, you need milk for strong bones. You need to eat meat, because if you don't, you're going to be, like, weak, and you won't be able to function. and. It's just, um, I don't know, you start reading, you know, Dr. Michael Greger. Yeah. His book, How Not to Die. Um, you know, you start reading these books, watching these documentaries and like, it's a whole other world. And I just wish that I went vegan sooner. Like, I just yeah. like, wish I knew this stuff sooner. I
0: feel that for sure. For sure. And I just, it is like such a lifestyle thing. And I think truly people are just scared of it. And like, I think a big portion obviously is the lack of awareness and then just being scared to be creative with your food which is so silly like I it sounds so silly because now I know it's so possible but I know people get scared and like me I'm like I have the biggest sweet tooth I, your girl used to like down cannolis like it was her job and now I'm like I get creative I literally will heat up like bananas and I'll literally put syrup and then I'll put coconut cream and then I'll put like um dark chocolate, like, What's it called? Um, What's it called? My, not like sauce sometimes or the chips. And then what else do I put on it? I think that's really it. But it honestly that's tastes so good. so good. I'm like, this is just as good. All I like is warm dessert and sweet stuff. And there's sugar in other things. Dates
1: are key for me. Medjool dates. They have to be medjool. I love dates. <laughs> I love them. I'm obsessed. Like I probably eat 20 a day they're amazing. I put them in smoothies. I eat them plain. They're awesome. And I mean, that's the other thing is like, after going like plant-based and if you're eating whole foods, plant-based, like not as much processed stuff, if you're eating like fruits and vegetables and dates and fruit and, 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 um, you don't have to worry about how much calories or how much you're eating. Like you will stay fit. You'll lose weight. Right
0: right (laughs) and I always tell everyone I'm like nothing fucking tastes as good as healthy feels like you can't convince me otherwise you really cannot you know and even like there are unhealthy vegan options of course
1: you know like and there are vegan cannolis you totally yeah I have it every once in a while like not gonna lie but like
0: exactly Exactly. just like the vegan donuts I'm like this is, and like even him and I were like yeah we've been super good we've been eating super clean like this is a little treat we're having
1: you know what I mean A hundred percent. You are such a light and so amazing. I am so excited for you and like all that you're doing out there. Go chase your dreams. Do it. Like you have so much to share with the world. And I think it's so inspiring that you were like, no, I need to like follow what makes me happy.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And you too, like you're definitely like shaking shit up.
1: And I love that. Have to. You have have to. to. Have to be doing something. Yeah. If if it's if it's for the animals, if it's making a difference, then we have to be doing it. Well, let me know when you get your shirt. It's on the way, so it should be there any day. Oh my
0: god! Cannot wait. So
1: excited. I I haven't even ordered the crop top yet, so I'm excited to see how it looks on you. Oh, fun. Cool.
0: Yeah.
1: Yes. Yes. Well, you are amazing. Where can everybody find you? Pimp yourself out. Yeah, for sure. So, Mandy
0: Martinez—that's my full name. Mandy is a nickname. Um, you can find me on Instagram at Mandy Martinez, M A N D Y M A R T I N E Z. Two underscores at the end. Don't hate me for that. And then same exact name on TikTok. Um, so you can find me there.
1: Yeah. Perfect, guys. Go toss your follow. You know this. You know the drill. This is drop the knife. I'm at Taylor Kurtz, and that's pretty much it. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you, girl.